Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tester of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark tonight to talk about WWE NXT 2.0. John, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. We're talking before we're on the air. John, you've got to be feeling pretty exhausted. You were at every show this past weekend, WrestleMania weekends. John showing the, the program. There it is. Very nice. The most stupendous program in WrestleMania history and stand deliver, of course. One more here to talk about that side of things. Obviously, the, the Rainbow brand, if you will. Uh, lots to get into about stand deliver, Fallout, new champions, new challengers, everything in between. Uh, I, I don't even know where to start, John. The show ended with Rick Steiner getting abducted and then there's just a lot of weird stuff tonight, but I guess we can kind of start with there and work backwards. So we had the beginning of the show. Braun Breaker comes out the night after winning the NXT Championship on Monday Night Raw. First time ever that's ever happened. Uh, he beat Dolph Ziggler, what, two days after he lost Ziggler at San Deliver. A little interesting decision there. And so he comes out tonight as the new champion once again. And he gets confronted by Imperium, which is interesting. Uh, and Walter said, you can't say you're the best till you face me. I'm like, cool, I'm here for this. Now, we've been talking for a couple weeks now. I was hoping we would see this at some point. I didn't know if I expected it right away. but we got, And then I we got it tonight, and, and it ended pretty decisively, so I don't know how it's going to uh, unfold moving forward. But one being a very good main event, Haas fight, hard-fought match. I liked it a lot. And then after the match, the camera pans up to see Rick Steiner, Braun's dad, saying, hey, son, I'm proud of you. But he was trapped in a cage, and he was all tied up. And Joe Gacy was standing there with Harland, and he said, I want to teach an old dog new tricks. Harland struck the cage to close the show, so that's very clearly where we're heading. Uh, but, yeah, I agree, I agree, Stephen. I had not expected this match already, and we got this kind of one-off here. John, what do you think about all this? Well, let me start by saying that I think – I think I saw Braun Breaker the most out of any wrestler at all during the time in Dallas because he was at the Hall of Fame ceremony to induct the Steiners. And then he was on Saturday morning for the main event of Santa Deliver. And then he wrestled another match on Monday in which he won. And then tonight, of course, he is in the main event yet again. So if you include from Friday till now, I easily, he has been the one that I have seen the most. Now, uh, I, I didn't like how tonight went for various reasons. Uh, Gunther was what appears to be a, a transitional challenger, if that's even a thing. Like, there is such a thing as a transitional champion, but a transitional challenger, I'm not sure. Because you didn't need you, do, you don't need to do this. You didn't need to have a title match tonight. You didn't need to have him lose clean to Breaker. I get you're trying to push him. Uh, and I'm also confused, like, is the next man up supposed to be Harlan or is it supposed to be Gacy? Because I'm not convinced Gacy is even a threat to him as much as Harlan would be. But I'm thinking that Gacy's being the ones to be set up as the next man up. So we'll see what unfolds. Uh, the crowd is a little annoying at NXT, especially tonight. Uh, they are seemingly trying to take over the show by yelling random chants or saying boring or, and you can tell, I mean, these guys are, these guys are newer people. So they're not necessarily trained and or good at handling that kind of thing. I mean, so they're, they're doing this stuff. And then that happened during Tony D'Angelo's segment where they kind of stopped to know what to do beginning of the show when breakers talking, like he didn't know what to say. Uh, so, and then they're cheering like, I don't want like clearly they're not behind Braun Breaker really at all. I mean, they were they were wanting 
Gunther to win for obvious reasons. They were training for Ziggler for obvious reasons. Uh, so it's weird to see them being so against Breaker. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe just because that's who's being pushed. Uh, and then as soon as we see, you know, the end of the show, they did. They were captivated by the match because it was very. It was a good match. It was probably the best match of the night. But uh, I, I noticed that not just tonight, but just this weekend in general where, you know, okay, you do the what thing and okay, it makes sense once or twice. But then every time somebody comes out to do a segment, you're chanting what, what, what? And it's like, firstly, it's annoying because like they, they're, they're trying to like talk and essentially tell a story. And then in the ring, they get pissed off and annoyed at it too. Uh, like when Bianca Belair is talking about, you know, whatever she's talking about, and people are saying what, what, what it's like, that, that, that makes no sense. So, and, and I, did, I did hear it tonight, which is why I bring it up on NXT. I did hear a few people tried to start it, but uh, fortunately, there's not, there's like what, two or 300 people yeah, go to this show. And that's it. Yeah. So, it's not really going to work, but you're going to stand out on TV, obviously, because you're going to be able to tell who, who said what. So, the main event was good. Uh, just the back and forth action was pretty good. Uh, yeah, and DJ tonight it was not our champion. Yes, he is. And then it was we won Ziggler. No, we don't. And then they chanted for Ezekiel randomly, which yep. that's a whole different story as well. So yeah, good match. Yeah, all right thought, ending. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was a very good match. Um, I would think it would be Casey to be the challenger, and then maybe the idea being that uh, Harland could kind of be the enforcer or you know difference maker if you will uh yeah but it's interesting the, the what chance coming back you know the same it's kind of seems kind of somewhat tied to stone cold coming back and stone cold kind of leaning into him that being his thing and now we're, we're kind of stuck with the, the consequences and the aftermath of them maybe lingering a little more than they might otherwise here but hopefully that kind of passes soon but uh I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, again, I, I, I would agree. They really didn't have to do uh, Gunther like that. You know, that seemed like kind of a big match they could do. If they, if, if they want to do it tonight, they want to have uh, Braun win. They could have even done some kind of screwy finish or something. But to have him lose cleanly uh, was definitely pretty surprising there, given how much he's been built up. He just beat LA Knight on Saturday. So not sure what's going on there. And then to turn right around and have a single Gacy, that would seem to be kind of a, a transitional thing. But you know, otherwise, I at this point, and, and I can't really, I can't really see like a, a concre concrete threat here to Breaker. Uh, and I think that's what DJ's saying. It's hard to kind of see anybody at this point. You know, we know. I would say maybe now that, especially uh, Cameron Grimes as the new North American champion, Kamala Hayes is not champion anymore. Maybe we'll see him step up at some point. Uh, so I mean, I I would get Harland as a threat because he's big and scary and just the way that he's presented as at least a viable threat. I mean, I thought heading into tonight, Gunther was a was a threat, but I mean, obviously that didn't come to anything because I mean he lost clean. Yeah, and again, that's just surprising, you know, to have that kind of uh, he's been built up like a powerhouse, so and he, and he is, and it just kind of have a clean loss definitely at least sets that back, and it's a weird look. It's a weird look. In general, Brian uh, Brian Everett saying that uh, Hayes versus Brick would have made sense, and st it still would, you know, going forward here. I think that is one of the few kind of big, I guess, big money match being relative here. But um, yeah, that's you know the two of the top stars they've got. That feels like something they they might be holding on to. And again, I thought they would do that with Gunther, but at least not for now. Um, 
And again, I'm also rolling with Gacy. We got uh, Sean saying that he likes that they're highly bringing Rick and Scott to NXT. But we saw Rick tonight. Uh, don't think we've really seen Scott too much. Obviously, he was in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if we're going to see him too much otherwise. But it's cool to have Rick on TV. One uh, Braun won the title the first time. They had like a, an off-air thing that became a, a digital exclusive. But to have him on TV is kind of cool to uh, work with that, that history there. The family really kind of utilize that. Makes perfect sense. Um, Speaking of champions, Cameron Grimes, new North, American, new North American champion, vowed to take the title to the moon. And we talked about this uh, when, when we last spoke to previewing Stand Deliver. Once you start talking about making a promise to win a title for your father, like you, you kind of got to do it. You can't just have a guy say that. And then, especially with such an emotional promo, um, especially, you know, in this case, Cameron Grimes, multi-man match for the title. Like you got to do it, right? So Cameron Grimes did win the title on Saturday. North America champion, one for his dad, comes out, cuts out a, you know, an, an emotional promo about that, and gets confronted by Solo Sokoa. You know, Solo Sokoa stopping up and slaying champions, seed challengers, and I want a shot. So we got that match for next week. They announced three title matches for next week, three title matches. So definitely looking at the card there. Uh, we got DJ saying Solo has the better chance of being the face of NXT 2.0. I think he means compared to Braun. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we really haven't seen all that much of Solo yet, like kind of. Uh, in a general sense, but he's definitely been impressive so far. Not saying she's glad Grimes won the title, but John, what are you thinking about having Grimes win the title and now defending it next week against Solo Sokoa? Uh, I was, you know, I guess happy to see him finally win. Um, now, you're going to have to catch me up to speed on something because I don't really remember. Did he ever technically win the million dollar championship or not? Yeah, he did. He did. I remember so, he beat, yeah. So, if you if you recall, we could have promo where he said, you know, uh, I I always wanted to be a WWE superstar, but I wanted to be more than that. I wanted to be a WWE champion, and I finally am. Well, technically, he's really not because the WWE champion is a, a, is an actual champion. But I get what he meant. But uh, is he not counting this title that he won like what half a year ago? Like I was a little confused by that. Like they basically shunned that off, like it didn't happen, or if it was just like a a, like a you know like a theatrical fake thing you know now um the crowd chanting you deserve it and then no you don't after that like that was unruly that's exactly what i'm talking about earlier tonight and then of course you get solo sakoa coming out and everybody you know immediately just refers to the usos and roman reigns at the bloodline which he actually referenced the bloodline he said you know championships run in my bloodline so i mean I, I get that but they were doing this before he even said that uh i don't think he's gonna well i take that back the way that they're going at this rate uh, i saw a funny thing online somebody had said for the show that at this rate nxt is gonna have 10 title matches a money in the bank match and a money in the bank cash and all in one week next week because they've been stacking the card which is fine but they they are they're they're getting into the habit of making like random title matches like it, it almost gives you that like that house show feel like where they're just throwing together matches with no story just because like it's more about the wrestling and the practice work over the storytelling and stuff like that because that's essentially you know they need to dial that part in and that's you know their opportunity to do so so i if i had to guess grimes will hold this for a little bit but I wouldn't be surprised if Solo Sokoa did win. And at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if he lost and they uh, kind of have a direction for him to move up to the main roster sooner rather than later. You know, 
when he eventually moves up to the main roster, this is how it's going to go. There's going to be a pay-per-view of some sort where Roman Reigns is in a match, and he he's potentially close to losing. Finally, the Usos come out, but they also get taken out. And just as he's about to lose, here comes Solo Sokoa, the new the new member of the the bloodline to to you know wreak havoc and make Roman win. That we've seen that before. How did the Shield debut? Uh, you know that they helped CM Punk win over Ryback when when they first came. So this is going to be something similar, I think. But how far down the line remains to be seen. I don't think he's going to win. No, I I'm, and I agree with the point about the, the house show feel. It's like I'm not going to complain about getting more title matches, but I would like to have you know some story. You know, having title matches it makes the titles feel more important. Uh, it helps make the shows feel a little more noteworthy, or at least you know the the feeling. Okay, a title change in, in theory could happen. Uh, but next week, you know, we got Dakota Kai versus Mandy Rose for the women's championship. We got MSK versus Grayson Waller and Sangha. Definitely don't see them winning titles there. And here it's like Solo could win. Uh, but I don't, again, in theory, I wouldn't think that uh, Grimes will lose so soon. But then we just saw Toxic Traction lose tonight as well. So, you know, it's worth thinking about. It's like, you know, the title changes could happen. But also, you know, I would hope they wouldn't just do them willy-nilly. But then having the title change his hands tonight with the, the women's tag titles, it made the main event a little more unpredictable because there are a couple near the falls where I was like, oh, we actually might get a new champion. I actually kind of... In a way, I was kind of rooting for Gunther. I was like, you know, just for the, I don't know. Yeah, I was too. You know, a little bit. And I'm a big fan of Gunther to begin with. This, I would have not been upset if that happened. I would, I more just would have questioned the the flow of Breaker losing on Saturday, winning last night, and then dropping tonight. But thankfully, at least in that sense, he, he retained tonight as well. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain about having the time matches on one card I, I would just hope to kind of build the story a little bit better at least code demandy's better better story but we got sean saying uh 33 of braun plus 33 percent of scott equals 66 percent plus 33 percent scott uh rick steiner now that my friends equals 99 percent that braun wins all matches well, there you go steiner matthew for you know, it was it was so weird being at the hall of fame because of where i was sitting i was sitting like behind where the people were giving their speeches and facing the hard cam so like it's weird being there and like reading the teleprompter like before they say it. So like you know what they're gonna say before they say it, but then also the way like they twist like to maybe put their own spin on it because it's yeah. almost like I don't think they they probably didn't write every word of this speech. I think a lot of it was probably written for them, so they kind of like you know improvised some of it. But there was some Steiner math on the teleprompter that he was supposed to read. But he didn't. He basically mm-hmm. skipped the whole two sentence thing and just went. Then they had to like fast forward the prompter down to the next part where he started reading. But uh, they, I don't know. I just think he he wanted to leave that part. Like I don't think he wants to because you know now people are barking for uh, Braun Breaker and that just yeah. started on Friday, yeah. and it's like people are going to have mixed reactions because they're going to say, oh well, this isn't original because you know. What they say about Charlotte Flair now is she's running off of what Rick used to do, which was the right. woo. Right. And this is exactly what Braun Breaker is going to do. But I get it. Like, especially if this, uh, I saw people speculating that the end result of the storyline could be he changes his name to Steiner, which I think would be ideal, but I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. At this point, probably not. You know, I think uh, even just having him work with Rick Moore on TV helps, as we were talking about earlier. Uh, you know, the, the, the association more than anything, I think kind of at this point, the, the ship has sailed. He's already become a two-time champion uh, as Braun Breaker. I will say maybe once he moves up to the main roster, like maybe 
Uh, but even then, I would say they're probably going to roll with it because Braun Breaker is the star they've made, whereas, you know, changing the name like that, maybe not the most, uh, you know, uh, probable thing. You know, I, th I think that would have been the better call to begin with. But as, as you're saying, you know, at the same time, you don't want to kind of be in the shadow there. So at least with his own name, gives him a chance to kind of stand on his own. But we'll see what happens next week with uh, Breaker, Rick Steiner, and Gase and everything. I want to imagine that being... The, the Rick Steiner part, at least kind of being in my really long-term thing, seems maybe uh, that'll be resolved next week, hopefully. But there are times that people get abducted and then they're back to normal next week. So you never know with WWE. Um, I thought it was interesting. We got DJ he made a comment earlier about how it's like Law & Order with like a cliffhanger ending. I mean, John, if you remember last year, there was that one episode of Raw that ended with like Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. And like Baszler was running around the hallway and like Bliss and Olivia were in a room and like Baszler like screaming. It was a very, very like cinematic, dramatic thing. Uh, when when cliffhangers are done well, I like them a lot. This was at least interesting, where I was like, oh, okay, like that's that's an ending. Weird, uh, but you know, it sets up. It, it kind of gives you a reason to tune in next week, and you kind of know uh, where you're going. So, you know, yeah, weird and maybe a little over dramatic for for some, but you know. At least uh, at, the day, at the end of the day, more often not, I just want things to be different. You know, I, I like things when things are different, ideally different, good, but at least, you know, they're trying some different, and I uh, I respect them for that. We talked about Cameron Grimes a minute ago, but we also had new champions come out tonight. Toxic Attraction uh, have regained the women's tag titles. Again, like we saw with uh, Breaker here, the night the night after he won the title, we had Toxic Attraction uh, challenging uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, what, two, three nights after they won the titles on Saturday? Now, uh, to begin with, it seemed interesting to, to do this rematch right away, and then Toxic Attraction won. So they won the titles after just losing on Saturday. Now, this was not without some controversy. Mandarillos came down, attacked Wendy Chu, who tried to get involved, and then Toxic Attraction stood tall. That sets up the Mandy Rose to go to Dakota Kai match for next week. But again, weird to have Toxic Attraction win here, lose on Saturday. Um, it's just interesting, you know, the, like the the structure and kind of the the thinking there i'm kind of curious what you think about that john uh you know it's weird this is the same thing they did with you know ziggler and braun with the title switch right off the bat so it makes you wonder like what's the point in the first place <laughs> yeah. like why do they even do this uh toxic attraction obviously had mandy's help tonight which was the story they were playing off uh, and i think this is supposed to lead into dakota kai against mandy next i would assume based off of where they went after the match uh it feels like every tag team possible has failed to beat them uh so i i, I think they've worked themselves into a little bit of a corner here because there are one no new teams that are even good enough or relevant enough yet to be an actual challenger to these titles. And secondly, everybody that would be considered a challenger has already lost or has moved up to the main roster or is not together with their partner. So, I mean, what, what's, what do you do now? Like, what, what do you do? <laughs> Final reminder. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai won the Women's Dusty Cup Tag Team Classic Tournament. Won the Dusty Cup. Didn't get title shot. <laughs> it's just cast. Well, they got a title shot, obviously, but not in the tag team division. So they won a tag team tournament. Did not get a tag team title shot. I feel like, as you're saying, John, they're in this kind of corner where they, they don't have uh, a clear challenger, you know, to, to go to next for that. Uh, so if they, they could kind of backtrack and do that, uh, as 
weird as that might be, you know, I, I, I would have, again, preferred they not do that in the first place. Stephen pointing out, you know, we have Case Canzaro, Caden Carter. They are a team. They want to be really the only other team in the division at this point. Um, they lost, I think, in the second round of the Dusty Cup there, but Keys are building back up there as challengers again. Nestor saying they should, they should be the champions. I agree. Maybe they'll be the ones to dethrone them because, again, otherwise, but we don't have a lot of depth. Don't have a lot of depth. And Brian's saying Casey and Caden should have won the cup in the first place. And again, if you're going to have a team win the cup and not get a title shot, it makes sense to have someone win the cup and get a title shot. So, but that's in the past. Got to keep rolling on here. Um, other than Casey and Caden, they'd probably just have to throw together another team because otherwise, there's really they're they're not are they're they're not that many unless they want to keep rolling with Dakota and Vertel. And that more seems like they're going with Vertel as a singles now. So at least for next week. But they need more depth. And that's why I'll also say that about the men's side division. We had uh, MSK as the champions, they got confronted by Grace Waller and Sanga. Then that was announced for next week in the title match. Grace and banged up after saying deliver hurt his arm. It was in a sling tonight. So I'm curious to see if he'll be he'll be good to go next week. But um throwing together tag team, and then we had earlier in the show. Uh, the Cree brothers facing Imperium. Imperium lost the title on Saturday. So we've seen this match a couple times now. Very, very good match. I'm uh, a big fan of Imperium. I said that before. Cree brothers can do, can do it across as well. Um, and then uh, Fab- I always get mixed up. I think Fabian Eichner walked away unprompted. Uh, and they uh, that's that sets up the loss for Marcel Barthel. So um, the Imperium maybe maybe in uh, some some hot water here in terms of maybe a little split there and then after that the Creed Brothers attackers show up it's pretty deadly a pretty deadly from uh, NXT UK uh, show up the former NXT UK tag team champions and uh, you know that's that's some depth there that's that's good to have a new a new team arrive uh, in the division there so but I feel like people who who don't watch uh, NXT UK had no idea who they were. I basically had no idea, uh, like the visual, I had no idea. And then the tag team, or sorry, the commentary division, uh, sorry, I'm over the place. The, the commentary team reminded us that was pretty deadly under new names, but at the very least that does add some uh, some more depth there. But overall, lack of depth in the tag division. Uh, we got some, we had DJ saying, are there any women's tag teams in next UK? Not that I know of, but they don't have the... Uh, the tag titles would go over there. Maybe it might be more out of a, a travel restrictions kind of thing there, but that's something we've really seen. I can't speak to that myself. They they might. I don't know of any personally. Um, there are. I think there's two options in this specific instance with the Marcel and and Fabian thing. Like, do they potentially open up new spots for new members in Imperium to reshape the stable? Or is it going to go away? I tend to think maybe the first one, but who would be, you know, a thing that you have to think about. Now, like I mentioned, with the what the match itself goes, and then we got, of course, you got pretty deadly that come out. Uh, Elton Prince, there's your Elton Prince. Uh, the people we're talking about, and Kit Wilson. Uh, I'm not. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't watch the UK show, so I don't know who these people are. I don't know how good they are. Uh, I, I've, you know, Stephen is suggesting that they're the UK version of Breezango. So, I mean, at least that kind of paints a picture in my head. I still don't know how good they are because I haven't seen them. So, I did some research. They held the NXT UK tag titles for 287 days. So at least they have they have a bit of a impressive track record there. 
Uh, some of you know, we got some of you guys seem more familiar with NXT UK than we are. Admittedly, I, I there's just too much wrestling to watch, so I, you know, that that's what that one that one's like kind of on the chopping block for me. I keep up with it in terms of like what happens, like Ilya Dragunov winning the title. I know he'll be defending against Roderick Strong this week. That's a pretty big match, but I just I don't have the time. I think it airs on Thursday too, and that, that's my day off. I'm like. Can't do it. Can't do it. Nash says she wants thanks to the UK. So some of you guys, again, you seem more familiar with them. Brian comparing Brilliantly to Edge and Christian back in the day. That's a pretty lofty comparison there uh, in terms of how, to, how they have promise. So again, kind of, we saw a kid come over from next to the UK. Now we've got these guys coming over. So I think it's it's just in general good to have, you know, you lean on the, the depth you have, bring these new stars over and, and you know, then it's the equivalent of like an entirely new debut in some ways, but then at the same time, like they've already been part of the company so it's kind of a bit of gray area in that sense we got michael saying he knew pre was coming and he says they've got the drip for days so they need to be with the visionary himself seth rollins i mean maybe we're a little little ways away from that i think we're gonna we kind of got to see how this uh this run on nxt prime goes but they were the attackers that have been kind of tormenting uh the creep brothers for a couple weeks now so pretty safe to say that will be a feud at least for now uh and it could be a good way to both keep building up the creep brothers and also kind of uh introduce pretty deadly to to the main next audience here so uh speaking of trying to build up new stars here von wagner will face kushida next week uh i did not get to i did not get a chance to see last week's episode but apparently von wagner attacked jacket time and uh, destroyed uh ikimajiro's jacket and the kushida took a lot of offense to that and set of set of match for next week and john i feel like that's another one kushida is going to lose which is not great because Kushida deserves so much better than to be losing to Von Wagner at this point. Steven's saying, poor Kushida, they do him so dirty, and it's, it's such a shame. Yeah, uh, I pretty much agree with everything you said there. Uh, not really a whole lot to add. He just hasn't been on a lot. He hasn't been used very well. He was kind of in that period where they were transitioning from the new, the old to the new, so like he kind of got stuck in like the sucker hole, as you might call it. So I don't know what they're going to do with him at this point. Yeah, but uh, very clearly trying to build up Von Wagner. Beating Kushida is the way, one way to do it. You know, again, a former Cruiserweight champion, a very, very talented wrestler. So at least you could hope it'll be a good match. Uh, Brian St. Kushida has been wasted. Darn right. Shame. And like I said, John, one, like some of the old guard, Imperium has been doing well. Others, you know, LA Knight, for, you know, in some ways, has been featured here and there. And, and he's been succeeding and you know he's good like he's had a program with Grayson Waller for a while and with uh, a brief program with Gunther as well um but otherwise here so others like uh, Kushida definitely not and I think that's definitely a shame uh some, some on a more bright note Index is NXT's hottest couple as determined at NXT Sand Deliver they won the poll 89% to 11% over Duja so you know thankfully the the powers of voting paid off there I was one of the 11. Oh, John. Oh, no. Okay, but I wasn't being biased. I was genuinely judging based off of, like, what they asked you to judge. I wasn't just saying, oh, well, everybody likes them, so it's them. Like, You thought they were on. actually hotter? I, I thought so. Yeah, I mean, they, they fit the role better, like, as far as what how they looked. You're telling me you didn't like Cowboy, Inde uh, Cowboy Dexter? Come on. That's, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Ah. Uh... I, th I thought it was great. Cowboy Dexter, I'm here for it. It rolled into tonight. We had another match between uh, Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis. Made me very happy. Dexter Loomis, you know, like Kushida. Like Kushida, definitely one of those old guard guys, NXT 1.0 guys that's been 
in some ways kind of if not left in the dust definitely kind of uh, underutilized in many ways you know where he's been you know the this i guess the you know this part of the it feels like he's, he's the least prominent part of this index thing like where it's been india and persia and the duke thing as well and and dexter's kind of the fourth wheel in a way but thankfully he's getting a little more featured here uh you picked up well i thought it was going to pick up a win i, I was hoping I was hoping to pick up a win it wound up with a very odd double count out so basically uh dexter and and duke were kind of at the ring post outside the ring they both kind of pulling on each other both women were pulling on their respective man's pants and they both collided and hit the ring post and they couldn't get back to the ring in time double count out and then they all collapsed and they were lying on top of each other um for, I don't know why. <laughs> the crowd chanted, this is stupid. Uh, yeah. Don't, didn't love that, but I was happy the index was on the show. And yes, I would definitely think we are going to finally get the mixed tag team match. I thought we would get a sand deliver. Um, John, what do you think about this? Is this ongoing saga deter determine who is the, the preeminent couple on NXT 2.0? Oh, I don't really know what to think because there isn't really like a doesn't seem to be like an end goal here like it's just kind of like it's just on basically how index was it was an ongoing thing with nothing in mind for the end this was a forgettable match with a terrible result uh you know two wrestlers that are actually pretty talented were reduced to little to no actual wrestling uh this continues to be and let's not forget there was a this is stupid chant here too yeah. as well yeah so this is another part of the crowd kind of taking over i th just have the mixed tag match make it competitive and then that's it like i don't understand where where else it could go i do think we're, we're going to get the mixed tag match at some point uh they already they announced uh what was it draco anthony versus zion quinn and uh kushida versus my wider for next week as well uh so it feels like maybe a little, little loaded up for next week maybe we got for that uh, maybe the next TV TV special. I don't know when that might be, but uh, this is something that's been building for a while. I do think, as much as it pains me to say, I do think Duja will win. I think the, the goal, even though it seems kind of unclear right now, would be to to build up the new couple in some ways. Although I myself wouldn't very much like to see Index reign supreme as as the leading couple here. Uh, DJ saying the losing couple splits up stipulation could be kind of added to it to add a little spice. Um. I think that makes sense. If I, and again, obviously, if I had to pick, it would be indexed. After all, they're married. Um, but I think that would definitely be a, a, a kind of fun way to, to culminate the storyline whenever, whenever that comes. We'll look at Brian saying, index deserved it. I, I'm assuming he means the, the, their win in the popularity poll on Saturday and saying that Dexter needs a push. Dexter does need a push. Big fan of Dexter. Hopefully, this is part of that here, but at least he's on TV. Can't complain about that. Uh, two people that are on TV tonight, they're trying to build up here. Nikita Lyons and Last Legend. They're definitely really pushing Nikita Lyons here. It's actually got some time, and they're really building up as this, like, clash of NXT's two alpha women, two powerhouses. I was pleasantly surprised, although that was a fine match, fine to good. Uh, Nikita Lyons won, so they're definitely rolling with her as kind of this new uh, bright star to watch here. Um, I know that Last Legend, at least, has been on NXT level up a good bit here. Uh, training and trying to gain some experience here so for, and nikita lions as well obviously but i think they, they've made it pretty clear uh at least in recent weeks that they're really rolling with nikita lions so happy to see her gonna win i think uh it might not be too long before we see her challenging for some goal at some point with well, nesha saying she likes lions um she was 
don't know. She's kind of become, in some ways, this kind of social media sensation. A lot of people like her for a variety of reasons. But, John, what are the most matches we saw here tonight? Uh, I thought it was a pretty good match. I agree with the sentiments of people that uh, uh, elevation to a higher role of the roster could be in store sooner rather than later. Now, I don't see her winning a championship, but I see her uh, basically continuing to win and build momentum. And unlike somebody like Omos on the main roster, who who we thought for a minute because he lost his match, but then they kind of made up for the next night. But something like that, where you have all this momentum and then you randomly lose a match, like for no reason. Yeah. But Nikita got some momentum tonight. Um, It was a clean win. I don't know if they're going to kind of keep going with this. This is kind of built up as a, a big match. And, you know, I don't know if there's anything more to really do with it. Uh, I think that we would definitely, I would at least hope to see kind of more of a, another feud, at least another feud, obviously, before she even challenges for a title, who it might be. I mean, Tiffany Stratton's feuding with um, Saray. You've got other, some other options as well. I mean, they've got a lot of talented women there on the roster. So any number of people that she could work with, ideally maybe a veteran to kind of help, you know, help that, that growing process there, you know, if, if, depending how the cards unfold, someone like Raquel or, or uh, Kaylee Ray, you know, they have a lot of veterans still there, depending who might get called up at some point soon. I don't know. Again, we've talked about it for weeks now, hoping to see some call-ups, none last night, but we can hope we'll see some at some point soon. Um, Brian says they're both continuing to improve. And yeah, like I said, pleasantly surprised and uh, it's good to have them get on TV, the, the main NXT show here and, and kind of, you know, start to become a little more familiar with the audience. Uh, so I, uh, this is one part of the show that I was, uh, okay with or you know thought it was fine but yes we got a couple comments about it here tony d'angelo is the new don of nxt this was one of the weirdest well i'll say blah blah the weirdest thing we saw tonight um aj galante introduced tony d'angelo he also walked out with him at sand deliver um i have no idea who this guy is i looked it up and that seemed to be going around no like people were at least very surprised wwe didn't explain who this guy is. He's the former general manager of the uh, Danbury Trashers minor league hockey team. Okay. Um, I I don't know why he this was he was in this role. I I literally just don't understand it. Um, <laughs> but no, Tony D'Angelo, new, the new Don of NXT, he, he signed a blood contract, literally. Like, yeah, the, there's a card with supposedly his blood on it. The whole, they made a whole big ceremony out of it. This came after D'Angelo defeated Tommaso Ciampa in what very clearly seemed like Ciampa's send-off at NXT Sand Deliver. So uh, D'Angelo being the new kind of boss of NXT in many ways. And a little, little later in the show, Santos Escobar, another Don or boss in many ways, the boss of Legado del Fantastic from him and said, you know, I, I'm a boss myself. And one thing I have to tell you, stay out of my business and everything will be okay. So um this uh, whole promo, this whole promo was scripted right out of a mobster movie, complete with uh, you know, if you ever betray the family, we're gonna kill you, pretty much is what they said. Yeah. Um, this felt more like a segment that was not really meant to build like a story more so elevate him to a higher level than what he really is at. Like he beat Tommaso. I get it, but like he's not main event caliber for NXT yet. I wouldn't think he, he definitely hasn't wrestled enough matches yet. 
Yeah. Uh, of course, <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, uh, AJ was not ready to cut this promo. Uh, he was definitely not prepared for a loud and negative crowd. He flubbed his lines numerous times. Uh, I think D'Angelo could have spoken for himself and it would have been a lot better. However, I think they'll continue to push him because he's probably going to be one of the top heels on the show moving yeah. forward. Uh, I, I can't think of anybody else that would be at at a higher level. You know, Grayson, Grayson Waller, Waller, but who yeah. knows where he's at? You know, he probably hurt his arm. Right. That was my thought on Saturday. I saw the news about his injury, and I was like, if this dude's actually like hurt, hurt, and it looked really bad, uh, if he goes down and is unable to compete, who's like that? You know, next guy, it's probably Tony Angelo. He just beat Thomas Champa in this big, you know, takeover level match in terms of you know Zinover being essentially a takeover in terms of the special event. Um, by degree, he's probably not not at the main event level yet. I, I would say he's probably get you know on the rise. Uh, we got Steven saying potential against Grimes for North American title. I mean, that would be a pretty uh, pretty reasonable progression to go from you know mid card or secondary title to the main one. Um, but yeah, it feels like Tony really hasn't wrestled all that much. Like he, ha- I mean, he's he's wrestled obviously, but it just feels like he's he's been much more of a character guy. And like I think you know. It's hard to really picture him as a real main eventer without really seeing him wrestle all that much. But when he does wrestle, he picks up big wins. So uh, Brian saying, as I said, we had this confrontation with uh, Espar D'Angelo. Brian saying will be a damn good match. Damn good match. I, I don't know. I thought this is one of the more interesting things on the show. Like this kind of, you know, the, the Don Van NXT versus like the, um, I forget what word Samuel used. It was like the the Patron or or, or something like the, the other the the boss in another way like the you know the leader of Legato. He's he's a badass in himself. It's you know he's he's in charge in many ways himself. There's, there's something kind of interesting about that. Could be you know kind of cool to see how that unfolds. We have DJ asking, do we do we see Daniel forming an alliance with them? Maybe maybe an, an agreement to to coexist in terms of uh, ruling over NXT together. No, I not. think I think there's only there's only room for one of these. One of these, one of the two in this town, if you will. Uh, if you, uh, you know, I feel like if you're watching the mobster movie, you're, you're not going to coexist. You're gonna, you're gonna want to duke it out and become the the sole leader for the power. I think that's kind of where we're heading. Maybe, maybe they'll tease it. Maybe they'll kind of briefly uh, work together. But I think that's where we're heading. I think that's kind of interesting, though. But then Daniel would need backup. Daniel would need some goons or, or some some allies of some sort some kind of stable and i think that might be kind of one cool way to enhance his character and, and expand his power another way so did you it? okay so did you know this about aj did you know that he has a hockey fighting league pat mcafee is involved with it really and there is there is a special about him on Netflix, Netflix. I saw that one, yeah. I didn't know I, I didn't know any of this about his dad running a trash business, mob boss, prison, any of that stuff. No, per I, sources, I I was I, I was told this information and I looked it up, and I guess this hockey league is just starting up and it's literally a fighting hockey league. It's called the hockey fighting league. Yeah, so wow. people yeah. that are watching, do your homework. Uh, him and Pat McAfee have started what's referred to as Canada's toughest hockey league, <laughs> the hockey fight league. Oh my gosh. I already have an article that one that when he came on the show tonight and I was, this thing is very, very, um, 
doesn't mention any, any of that. So that's the, the Netflix one and the Danbury Thrashers one. So I didn't even know that side of it. Um, this mentions the Danbury Thrashers were known for fighting uh, during games. And so there you go. They're, now he's taking the fighting and making a league out of it. So I guess that makes sense. Again, it was interesting that, um, I don't know, I had no idea who this guy was. And again, I think DJ mentioned earlier that he may have mentioned it during his promo himself. And I may miss that. But this didn't really feel... And you mentioned that, that Tony didn't even speak for himself was kind of interesting if you're trying to really build him up as his own star in his own right. Not really have him speak too much. You know, could have could have had him say something about beating the black card himself, Master Champa, but wasn't was not meant to be. Uh, but no, Tony, the new dive NXT, maybe has his, his next feud lined up here with, with Santos. And I think that'd be pretty interesting. As, we, as, as I said, Brian saying would be a good match. I'm here for the story. These two kind of opposing forces, kind of, I'm a big fan of Batman. So it's like Gotham City, the two mobs kind of like going to town. That's how they do that all the time uh, on that side of things. I think it's kind of cool. Not that I necessarily trust NXT 2.0 to pull it off, but it's, in theory, the idea of it sounds kind of cool. But overall, the fallout of Sand Delivery here was pretty evident from the start. Braun Breaker, new champion, defense title against Gunther. Cameron Grimes, new champion, gets the challenger. New champions crown tonight. New challengers step up. Manny Rose defending against Dakota Kai next week. Three title matches next week, as we talked about earlier. Uh, so, pretty good show. The matches were good. John, let's see. What do you think about the show tonight? Um, I will go with. 6.5. 6.5? What about why you? Not, why not higher or lower? Well, I thought that it was a little lackluster coming out of that, which was, I thought it was a very good pay-per-view. Yeah. Make no mistake, I, I would have given NXT Center Deliver probably a 7.5. It, I thought it was very a very good show with very good matches. Uh, but tonight just didn't, for, for lack of a better word, pun intended, just didn't deliver. There you go. Stevens agrees with a 6.5. DJ with a 5.3. John, DJ gave Raw last night a 1.5. So what? Bit of a rough back-to-back -back stretch here, at least for DJ. Um, I thought that was fine. Um, I would probably agree that, uh, you know, I would have hoped for a little more coming out of Sam Deliver. I thought the matches were very good. The women's side title match, very good. Creed Bros. Imperium, very good. Main event, very good. Very good matches. As I've said before, when NXT focuses on the wrestling, it's still very good. Brian saying uh, we got 7.1 here. Gunther's Breaker was good as well in the main event. So, yeah, good matches equals a good show by and large. And if, if it underwhelms otherwise, maybe that kind of drags down a little bit. But can't complain about having some quality matches here on Tuesday night. So, again, three-time matches next week, even if they may not change hands. Still kind of cool to have time matches unless they uh, – Unless it winds up being that it's like they, they do that all the time, then that might be a little a little gratuitous. But John, the big question we got Nesh asking over if you had fun and being at all shows this weekend, DJ wants to know your ratings for all of them because we get we get to talk about it. So maybe just kind of run through your experience a little bit and just you know each show. Yeah. What you thought of it. So I absolutely did. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Uh, SmackDown was all right. Not that interesting. I give that a six point five. Uh, Hall of Fame probably like a nine. Like the Undertaker speech, man. Like I, there, nobody in that arena had like a dry eye. Like I was on my seat, like trying to hold it back. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't shed any tears. I looked over and like everybody was like, you know, had, and I was like, oh my god. And I was like, you ever get that? You like you're watching like a sad movie and you're like oh, trying yeah. to hold, you're like trying to hold it back. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, just stop. And then <laughs> he'd move on, just talking about like his parents or like having no money and i was like uh but yeah that, I thought that was good 
Uh, stand and deliver, like I said, I, I gave my rating there. Uh, uh, WrestleMania Night One. I thought WrestleMania Night One had the better matches, but I mm. thought WrestleMania Night Two was slightly more entertaining. Really? So yeah, I thought okay. Night One with the matches it was very good. I would have probably given that like an eight, uh, and then Night Two. Uh, I would probably give like a 7.75. The matches, like I said, they weren't as good, but I was thoroughly entertained with Stone Cold, Mr. McMahon, Pat McAfee. Uh, I can't lie. The main the main event was a little disappointing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're unsure what exactly. I mean, I think getting into Raw last night, um, I, I would have given that probably a 7, a flat 7, like an average show, nothing spectacular, but... The, the way the show ended, I think, was them buying more time. I think there's something something with Roman, but I don't know if they understand maybe how serious it is or what it's going to be. So when he said, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll basically reveal what's next on Friday, I think it's because they don't know. Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Is something going on? You know, who knows? Uh, but that kind of fell flat with the way that the WrestleMania match ended. Uh, it was it was going good. It was back and forth. It was basically finish over finisher. But then all of a sudden, it was like something wasn't right. Like I don't know if either Roman or Brock was hurt, and they just went right to the finish. Like he hit the spear, he got the pin, it was over. And then you saw him like grab the top like turnbuckle and like pull, like he was like snapping maybe a shoulder and back into place or something. And then he held the two titles up, and the fireworks went off. But you know we were already halfway out of the stadium by by that point because as soon as I was over, I'm like, well. Because everybody around me is like, oh, you know what's going to happen? Because people are starting to walk out, you know, when because usually when the main event ends and the bell rings, people start leaving. Right. But there was this one dope in the stands who was like, I wouldn't leave yet. You know, The Rock's coming out. I was like, dude, The Rock is not coming out. He's like, oh, you, I think he's coming out. And, of course, no, he didn't come out because he wasn't there. So um, I thought that the way that the show ended was a little disappointing. I get it. It's it, This is the same way it ended last year. Like he's been champion for almost two complete years now, and that's crazy. Like, something's got to give, and hopefully it's not. You know, this isn't what gives. I mean, I would hate to see an injury being what what happens to give him in. But uh, yeah, overall WrestleMania, I'd probably give it an eight to eight point five. It was easily the best WrestleMania I've ever been to. It, it definitely beats thirty five and thirty seven as far okay. as like. Uh, and then last night's Raw. I mean, what. The Raw for Mania isn't as special as it used to be because you don't really get a whole lot of stuff. I mean, Ezekiel, okay. Um, I mean, I, I forget who who else even, like, did anybody Veer, else even? Veer came. Oh, Veer, Veer came. Veer, Veer came hard. Yeah, Veer came hard, and uh, he's probably going to dominate for a while. Uh, oh, we'll man. see. We'll see. So we got Raw in – it's Raw's in Detroit this Monday. Right. No, I'm not going to Detroit this Monday. Uh, but Raw, the Monday after that, is in Buffalo. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I, I mean, what did you think of the WrestleMania night one, night two? What, what, what would you give? Well, be, I, it sounds like you think night two is better. No, well, no. <laughs> um, I, I, was, I'm not, I was surprised when you say that because you said night two was more entertaining. We had, we had Stone Cold Steve Austin in night one, John. Well, we had him in night two also. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Sorry. But what, like that was the – we had more of him, I guess. And it was right? a match. I get it. It was a match, and, I, right. and it was pretty good. I don't um, know. I just I'm, – I'm judging matches and, and entertainment. entertainment. Okay. And I guess, yeah. 
because both big main events on night two like underwhelmed so much uh i did not i definitely think night two fell short of night one in in, in that way uh i thought bianca and becky was great on night one um struggling to remember all of it at this point but um but does that kind of carry the show in some ways then the, the steve austin match itself you know i was even on, i was skeptical and then the pop and it was really like it was really cool i gotta i gotta admit i think johnny knoxville sam zane was on night two dj's asking if they're gonna yep. going with it seems no like that, that, oh god it. no <laughs> they had the the big jackass finale and the, I that's like that, done that's i would assume logan paul's done and i wouldn't assume that well, I, I think that. it is, and I nah. think Pat, Pat McAfee at least is for now. Yeah, and Logan Paul has said he's interested in doing some more. You know, he did. He was good. He you was can good. hate. He he's good. a good heel. Hate him all yeah. you want. He was good. Steven saying celebrity matches delivered. Uh, I, I'm with Michael here. I I am global. I I'm a little naive sometimes. I'm both jaded and naive at the same time. R Roman wins, and the main event was so underwhelming, and it was also it felt short. So I thought they had a little like chunk of time allotted out. I was like, uh, I was literally, I was like, I was ready to get up. I'm like, all right, I'm waiting. Let's see. All right. Cause I like that felt possible. But and then as you were talking about, I'll be honest, I wasn't even looking at the, the clock. The, I mean, the seat, the seats I w was in was so horrible for the price that I will never like it. It, you're too low. Like you're too low. You're almost level with the ground and you're so far back that like, if anybody stands up, not to mention you're sitting like right diagonal from the ring, so like the walkway is right there. So there's constantly people getting up to go to the bathroom or security or whatever. So it's like half the time you're looking, you're trying to look up at the big screen to see, but you're so far down low that you got to look like straight up into the air to see the screen. So yeah. it's like a learning experience where like, okay, I get you want to be low. The lower seats are better, but the risers, if you're too low, like you really can't see that much. So uh, the, I mean, the first night had my eyes on the clock a little bit, uh, but night two, uh, I didn't even know that there was 10 minutes left. And of course, they didn't really have a hard out on the second night, but I get that the typical, what, four hours, right? Because they, yeah, usually. it's it's just weird being, because obviously being there, you're in a different time zone. So it's yeah, like, yeah. it was only like 10.50 something, but it was really 11.50, so... But no, I I more mean like the match felt short. I wasn't like watching the clock, but just like it was just they literally John they literally called it the biggest main event of all time. And it was what like nine minutes, if like if that I could I could look it up, but like it did not feel like it got a lot of time. And then as, as we're talking about the the seemingly you know injury, you know that that, that still hasn't been uh, reported or, or confirmed or anything. It just seemed like something happened. He said like uh, he had grabbed the rope to kind of snap his arm back into place. Yeah. Seemingly, we have no idea what's going on, uh, but that did seem to kind of affect uh, what happened there. Um, so I'm curious to see if that's the case, and I would imagine we might find out on Friday, maybe if if there is anything to find out. But if if anything is wrong, well, you'll see during NXT tonight they they kind of advertised Roman Friday, basically saying you know the new era or the whatever of Roman's beginning. So they made it, they played it off like he's fine and something's going to happen. Maybe somebody comes out or they're saving something because you're at Raw and Roman's closing the show and you're thinking, okay, who's coming out? Like somebody's coming out, but who's it right. going to be? And then it's like nothing. He's just like, and the ring literally always says is acknowledge me i'll tell you more on friday and that's yep. it and it's like uh, uh, okay <laughs> so 
I, I very, very, very much hope everything is okay. And they, yeah, as you said, they are kind of uh, advertising it as such. So we have to kind of assume that's the case. And that's things you can't believe Brock lost. I mean, I was pretty confident on betting money that that Roman would win. And I, I don't bet money. I'm just saying, I, 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 I felt that confident. I was like, I really don't see being Brock. Although Brock was the only person at this point I could even see beating Roman right now. He's... But- probably done for a while i would think at least until the summer if not longer i i mean i saw rumblings that that could be it on this current deal or contract or whatever so uh we'll see what happens there i mean remember the before he came back in last august or whatever it was he's like i was retired and they called me with like an unbelievable amount of money that i was like all right whatever (laughs) So it would probably ha- have to do something like that again. But like, what what else is there to do besides like put somebody over? Like, he's not going to come back and challenge Roman again. Like, that wouldn't no, make any sense. No. Yeah, you know, the only thing we're talking about this little, uh, I think ahead of WrestleMania, I think Robert and I were talking about the Robert uh, the SmackDown show at one point. Uh, the only thing I could think of would be the rematch of Bobby Lashley because like. You know, yeah. Roman interviewed the first time. Bobby got hurt, never got a title shot again. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing I can really think of because they like, kind of run that back. But even you mentioned like kind of putting putting someone over. I mean, last year already pinned him, so like that's <laughs> all, admittedly you know in, in a you know controversial fashion. But... Yeah, and I know we're we're almost a full calendar year away. And if you had to predict basically next WrestleMania, like right now, a year in advance, uh, first of all, if I was last year at this time. I would not have guessed that Roman would have still had the title a year later, and I would not have guessed he would have wrestled Brock again. This year, I think he will still be the champion at WrestleMania next year. I do. I think he's going to hold it the entire way to next year, and I am joining the millions of people that think The Rock will probably come back and do a match with Roman Reigns. But here's the thing. He's probably going to lose. Right. So, like, Roman is going to be the champion still. Like, he, because he's probably going to go on almost four years at that point. Like, come on now. Like, this hasn't happened, like, only once ever. And that was what Bruno San Martino was the champion for, like, what, eight years or something like that? I don't think we're going to go that far. But please, no. Please. What I will say that, you know, Roman Rock does not need the title, it doesn't. So if they want to, like, kind of like that. sort of like Knoxville and Zane didn't need the Intercontinental title, no. so they took it off of them. So I could see potentially if they build someone up in time, Roman losing at SummerSlam. I would just say they need, or even Survivor Series, Fair. but I would say they they need to kind of get that going soon because, like, right now, who who do they who do they have? Like Drew McIntyre. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say I'll give you my quick prediction for this Friday. I do think Drew McIntyre is gonna be the one that comes out, and that's gonna be the summer program. That's gonna be the SummerSlam main event. Drew summer? McIntyre John, versus Roman Reigns. It's Rain. April. It's April. I don't. Ca- okay. Okay. Money in the Bank, July Fourth weekend. Let's go with that then. A little better. There's Kevin only three pay per views until then. Yeah. Backlash, Hell in a Cell, and then Money in the Bank. Fair. But Kevin if David, you think but, about it, like think about it, there's only two pay-per-views the rest of the entire year that aren't in a stadium, and it's the next two, because SummerSlam is, Money in the Bank is, yeah, the Saudi Arabia one is, the UK one is, we think, and then that yeah, always you have up to Survivor Series at the end of the year. There you go. So, man, if it's too much, I don't know how they're going to draw it out that much. Like if 
They need something for WrestleMania Backlash, at least. That's about a month from now. Kevin Terry saying Cody Rhodes. Could be Cody Rhodes. Not yet. Point. They're going to wait for that. Yeah. What, is, what, what could be SummerSlam or Cyber Series? Maybe Cyber Series. I, I think he's going to win Money in the Bank and cash in that way, and that's how he's going to win the title, if I had to guess. But he would want it. I feel like the character. I know like, what he would want. <laughs> I'm saying that he, he wants to win the title for his father, so I would imagine he, the character would want to do it in you know an honorable way. Maybe maybe he would he would win money in the bank and then cash it in uh, in advance, being like I'm cashing oh, it in. Oh, this isn't John Cena. It's gonna be John Cena. There you go, John Cena versus there Roman Reigns. I, 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 I would not be that upset. It's in Providence, and he's from Boston. It's close enough. It'll work. Book it. I like it. And hey, we'll, we'll find out. We'll have to tune in on Friday to see uh, what the future holds for Roman Reigns. Again, hoping. Hoping everything is okay on that front. Schedule printing it, so I think it is for this week. Rob and I will be here on Friday to talk all about it. Otherwise, we are back on track. John, you, you and I, will, you're not going to be around next Except week. Except so two we, weeks. Yes. I'll be here next week. So for the, for the next week, we'll be back on track. John and I will be here on Monday to talk about Raw, on, on Tuesday to talk about NXT. Rob and I will be here on Friday to talk about Friday at SmackDown. Two Diamond Dudes on Rampage, Marcus and Dominic cover all things AEW, so make sure to check that out as well. Top of that, Great of interviews coming at you, you know, all, all the time. Dominic D'Angelo was at the WrestleMania media events. We got interviews with AJ Styles, Becky Lynch, Austin Theory, some of the bigger stars in WWE today. So make sure to check those out. Those are going up on all of our channels. Uh, some of them are already up, I think. I think Ray Ripley went up as well. So definitely check all that. Stuff. It's all great. We, you know, make sure to check it out. Uh, some of it's not, it's not all tied to WrestleMania. Some of it's just, you know, the thoughts on WWE today, where they are in WWE today. So check it out. Leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate it so much. We appreciate you for listening and leaving your comments. As always, it means a lot. We wouldn't be here without you. We do this show for you because, John, because we come here together to escape the scary world outside, to come here together and to do one thing while all, all others can't tell me what that is. Enjoy the show. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.